Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Art McPherson's had the opportunity to sit down with celebrities, athletes, A-list actors. You can hear all these great interviews at artofmoneyradio.com. But Art McPherson, recently back from L.A., the Pump Brothers Foundation, some more celebrities got to hang out with. Tell me more about it. Well, the foundation is a great foundation. So I lost my mom 17 years ago, unfortunately, to cancer. So it's a near and dear thing to me, um, cancer research and also cancer cures. So being involved with that is a big deal for me. Um, They're a great organization. And then we get a chance to rub shoulders with a lot of these people in the sports world, which, you know, we have Coach Julie on the show for a reason, right? So I love sports. So it's a lot of fun to meet really like-minded people and talk a little bit about their successes and their failures um, as professional athletes and kind of what makes them tick. And what I have found, whether it's somebody who's exceptional, like Mr. Wonderful we had on today, or somebody who's exceptional in a sport, they all have that same special ability, which is they set really high goals and they had ways to measure their success and for them to be able to accomplish those big dreams. And they worked very hard at it. None of their success was by accident, by happen chance. They reached that success by work and work and work, you know, so that work ethic is really what pushed them to those new levels of success. Mm-hmm. And one of those athletes you got to hang out with was two-time Pro Bowler, NFL Rookie of the Year, and BCS National Champion, Vince Young. Thank you for being here. What we um, enjoy doing is kind of talking about your career and how you transitioned from being an exceptional, like the elite athlete. You know, so you came up, we're the best of the best. NFL is a little bit different animal. And I remember you could throw a ball. (laughs) And you. you were kind of in that transition period of where it was going from the drop back passer to the guys that could run a little bit, and you could do both. Mm-hmm. Um, but the league still hadn't quite adopted the play calls, and um, did that affect you in the NFL, or did you feel like you were you're just you just had enough talent you could do what you needed to do? Well, I was just a, determined to change that that part of the NFL, not um, wanting most of your quarterbacks to move around as much as some of the quarterbacks were. And you got the guys like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Um, it was more pocket passers. When I was came in, which most people say I was a little bit ahead of my time, you were. I was more so mindset to, as growing up as a, as a kid was just about winning. You know, it wasn't about the, uh, the X's and O's that I had to learn when I was in college. Mm-hmm. I had to learn what was cover two, cover three different defenses, to help me know what to get the ball out quicker and understand how to read defenses. So I, I did a lot of that in college and, and got good at it. <laughs> and then on the next level, I had to do more and to protect my body as well as stop running around a lot. But when it does time to happen, I don't have no problem with doing that. And I like to see Big Ben, he was doing it, myself, Mike Vick, and the list goes on. My thing was I just had to do get better as a passer and you know, it wasn't no problem for me because, again, I just wanted to win and, and be out there with my teammates, and it, it was great. So as financial planners, we have McPherson Financial Group with the Art of Money Radio. We like to talk to you guys and just find out what was your education? Did they give you an education, financial education, as you were coming into the league to prepare you for life after football? Well, in my era, yeah, it was there. <laughs> but are you that kid, young man, young lady? Who's going to listen? Who's going to go listen and research and put time in it? My time, my era, it was more so that you was trusting your financial guy mm-hmm. and t- for him to teach you, you know, along the way, which 
you know, mine, mine was every Wednesday, every other Wednesday that mm-hmm. he'll fly down and we'll just talk numbers. And sometimes numbers wasn't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was lies and stuff sure. like that. But in the same time, no. But where is that today? I'm very uh, proud to see that the universities are implementing these programs, mm-hmm. these classes or someone teaching uh, next generation, you know, the boys and young ladies how to protect themselves, sure. what to look out for. And then now the pro- NFL is they already had it, but they have it more importance in it, yeah. especially during camp time. And then you have access to these things in the off season. Um, so now you just got to put in your work and effort to, if you want to become a successful businessman, when you're all said and done, make sure that you are doing these things off the field so your transition don't have to be that hard. And um, I can be a testimony that it was hard, but in the same time I had a steakhouse going, a restaurant going, I had my foundation going. I had a my real estate business going. So I had something to transi- transition myself into sure. to put my time in. Because a lot of people don't understand. You put so much time in sports. And then when you say you're done, okay, what are you going to do with all that time? Right. You're still young. You're still young you for one. You have a lot of life to live, and, <laughs> and, and, and a lot of the young men, young ladies, it's tough because you don't want to leave the game. But, you know, I try to tell people and mentor people, like, now you have to go put a lot of your time in to whatever that is mm-hmm. that you want to do off the field. And there's nothing wrong with that because you can use that time for something else to get yourself in some trouble, <laughs> all kind of stuff. But in the same time, it's not over. Your life is not over because sports is over. Sure. Now you finna become a real man and woman. Right. Kids, marriage. Right. For sure. For financial, sure. all kind of stuff is finna start really, you know, making putting it to the top of your list as a priority. Football still a big part of your life right now? Somewhat. Not, not much. Um, you know, I got uh, my kids I'm focused on a lot. They they taking a lot of my time, uh, especially at this age group. They're at that middle school age. So you need to actually always be there, be there, be there. But Definitely. this is a major age for them. But I stay a part of football. I'm always be a part of that. Train guys when they ask. Be around the University of Texas. Little leads. I'm always at little league football games or high school games. I like to be visible um, to mess around with them clowns, too, as well. <laughs> so your son playing? Playing yeah. ball? Playing football? Uh, yeah, his first year uh, football in seventh grade for his school. He's walking around with his chest out and stuff like <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> I'm playing for my school, man. Yeah, this yeah. is different, Dad. <laughs> is he good? He's good. He plays wild out. He's a basketball player, but he's he's playing wide receiver and third string quarterback right now, but he loves basketball. Does he? Oh, okay. Yeah, he loves basketball. A little bit easier on the body, too. Hey, do you? I'm just dad. <laughs> I'm just your Uber driver. <laughs> That's, is that not Talk true? to my wife. She's agent. Leave me out of all that. <laughs> Mr. Taxi, yes. I remember those days. <laughs> Art McPherson, Julie McPherson with Vince Young at the Pump Brothers Foundation. Julie did great, Art. Yes, she did. She was talking about pretty good questions, so she got a lot out of them. Let's hear some more. Here is Art McPherson with the NFL Man of the Year, nine-time Pro Bowler, five-time CFL Grey Cup champion. Here's Art McPherson, Julie McPherson with Warren Moon. Warren Moon, thank you for joining the Art of Money Radio. Thanks for having me. I noticed when I was looking at your career stats, you played football for 23 years. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> that's that's a long time to play I mean, you were the football. original Tom Brady, I guess, right? 
Yeah, I was Tom Brady before Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Minus the point. Super Bowls. That's right. But um, is, you know, as far as the longevity and consistency, um, that's something I prided myself in. And I never thought I'd play that long when I started playing the game because I, my thing was I just my goal was to one day make it to the National Football League. Uh, I think as a young kid, anybody who grows up wanting to be an athlete or wanting to be a football player, that's what their ultimate goal is. So mine's was no different, but it. Uh, you know, mine took a lot of twists and turns because of, you know, the 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 time of uh, of when we were living in the in the early you know early seventies uh, into the eighties. There wasn't a lot of African American quarterbacks, so uh, I had to really you know prove myself to a lot of people that I could even play the position because a lot of people didn't want me to play it. Right, but there's one thing I always remembered about you: you could throw the ball what about eighty yards down the field. It seemed like I mean, you could throw it from the end zone to like the main the thing is being accurate. <laughs> yeah, a lot of guys can throw it a long ways, but you want to make sure it hits your target when when you do throw it. But you know, I was very gifted in in uh, in a lot of different areas, but I also worked my tail off. You know, I felt like. The reason why I became successful is because of my the work ethic that I put into it, and then not giving up and not not letting people tell me that I couldn't do something or change positions, and and I just wasn't going to have that. I was going to play quarterback with whoever would give me the opportunity to do it. How have you transitioned from football and being is I mean the excellence that you had there? How have you transitioned that into the business world? Because what we do is financial planning. So yeah, I um, I kind of prepared for my retirement. Um, when I came into the league, that was one of the things my uh, attorney Lee Steinberg talked to all of his co- clients about. Was you don't know how long your your career is going to last, and like you said, the average uh, length of career was three and a half years. So I felt like if I could have a ten year career, that's a long career for a football player. But now you're thirty, thirty two years old. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? So you got to start. You use football as a stepping stone for the rest of your life. So you try and create op- opportunities for yourself while you're playing. You try and create relationships that might help you when your career is over. And then you uh, kind of dabble in other things that you might want to do when your career is over. So that's what I kind of did. I just kind of followed his game plan. And by the time I retired, which was a lot later than I thought uh, was going to happen when I was 44 years old, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. So I went right into broadcasting. Now, did they help you on how to set money aside so you didn't spend all that money that you were taking in the door? Did yeah, I had, a financial, I had a financial planner uh, coming out of uh, Canada, and uh, they did a really good job for me as far as uh, you know investing my money and um, more than anything, educating me on what it takes to invest your money. You know, sure. There's a lot of guys that, that have money, but they don't know what to do with it once they get it or... Or let somebody else have it totally and not understanding what, where that money's going. So you've seen a lot of guys uh, be taken advantage of because of that. So uh, one of the great things that uh, my financial planner did was to educate me on the things that, that we were doing. So every time they made a step or, or had something that they wanted me to invest in, I got really versed on it uh, very, very uh, thoroughly to make sure I understood it before we went into it. So that way you had a good idea of what was happening. And right. Exactly. And then now, all of those moves you made at the beginning of those time is what's helped you do what you're doing today. Yes. It's a time in my life where I can kind of relax a little bit now and not have to worry about the finances. The, the things I do nowadays, I put in motion for a legacy for my for my family, my, my kids and my grandkids. Because I live a pretty comfortable life, but um, I want to make sure I leave them something substantial so when I'm not here anymore, they, uh, they'll they have life a little bit easier. 
How have you translated your work ethic to the children and creating kind of that work ethic in them? Have you been able to transfer any of that? Have they seen it by watching dad or? Yeah, it's 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 a fine balance that you have to uh, to walk because I didn't grow up having a lot, so I, there, I had a great hunger to be successful for a lot of different reasons, not sure. just to not just to uh, be a football star, but to to be able to raise my family, to be able to help my mom and and and, and my uh, immediate family from from what we came through. But once I became successful and I uh, was making a lot of money, you still want to instill those values in your kids that that they need to work hard, that they need to set goals, that whatever it might be that they want to be doing life, but you also want to try and give them everything that you didn't have when you were growing up. So there's a fine balance that you don't give them too much right? because you want them to still have that hunger to be successful and want to do things on their own. You you do run the risk of, of giving too much most of the time because you, you don't want your kids to ever want for anything, especially if you can give it to them. Well, you look almost like you get out there and play football today. So what are you Looks doing? Looks are very deceiving. <laughs> Look, what are you doing to stay in such good shape? You know, my, my whole thing about life right now is, is uh, quality of life. And okay. um, my mother, you know, she's 95 years old. So I if I do everything right, I, I'm probably going to live a pretty long life. But I want to make sure that long life is a quality life. So sure. I want to be able to do a lot of the things that I'm able to do now 15, 20 years from now. Sure. And the only way to do that is to really take care of yourself. And uh, that's what I've kind of devoted a lot of my life to is, is taking care of my body, taking care of my health. And because uh, I want to be around for a long time to, to be with my kids, to be with my grandkids, to see them accomplish whatever they're going to accomplish in life. Warren, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks I- for having me on. Warren Moon with Art McPherson at the Pump Brothers Foundation. Were you just being nice, Art McPherson? Is Warren Moon still still saying pretty fit? No, he's in great shape. No, I don't say that to be nice. No, I say that to the guys that look amazing. So these guys are in fantastic shape and they look like you know some guys have like a supplement that they're sponsoring or something like that and, mm-hmm. and you don't know until you ask the question and it's amazing though i mean some of those guys i swear to you i mean i got a chance to talk to john sally and he looked like he could play basketball right now it was just unbelievable that some of the guys are just like unreal shape yeah well you know luke art always tells me hey buddy it looks like you've lost some weight i haven't lost any weight but he just says it to me so <laughs> well i'm just trying. being nice to you yeah, just being nice, nice to you. a little bit different there Yeah, a little different there. Great job from Art McPherson and Julie McPherson as well. Throughout the next couple of weeks, we'll hear more uh, from some of these great interviews from the Pump Brothers Foundation, including Bill Walton. The art of money. That's it. Here we are, where (laughs) dreams come true. Might take us a month to edit that one down. We look forward to that. Again, you can hear more of these at the Artist Vault. You can find that at artofmoneyradio.com. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not 
not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A174725. Today's show has been a work of art. 